News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. But as mentioned there, today is Budget Day and later on today, the Ministers for Finance, uh, Michael McGrath and for Public Expenditure and Finance, Pascal Donoghue, will be announcing Budget 2024. Uh, I'll give you a couple of the, the, the headline ticket items. There are changes to the tax rates. Uh, you won't hit 40% until you're on 42,000 now, so that's an increase there. The USC has been cut from 45 to 4%. There's been an increase in tax credits for people. Um, so overall, if you're earning, say, 50,000 euros, you're probably better off by about 800 euros per year. If you're earning 75,000 euros, you're better off by about 900 euros per year. Welfare rates across the board, pension and welfare, have been increased by 12 euros. Double pay on the social welfare at Christmas. And again, we think in January, but sometime in the new year. Uh, double payments on child benefit coming. Um, energy credits, 350 euro credits. That that brings us to 450,000. It's a little bit higher than the, the 600,000, the three payments of 200 euros last year. There's renter credits that have gone off. There's mortgage interest relief for those who are hit hardest with a, a cap on that. Childcare does look like it's been cut at some point over the next year by a further 25%. And college fees as well are going to be cut back if the household earns less than 100,000. College fees are going to be cut by 1,500 euros. If it earns more than 100,000, college fees will be cut by 1,000 euros. And the Susie Grant has been increased by 300,000, 300 euros, not 300,000, 300 euros as well. And for analysis on whether we're getting this right or whether we're getting this wrong, we're joined now by Gerard Howland, Public Affairs Consultant and Irish Times contributor. Good morning to you, Gerard. Um, it strikes me as, as as I'm old enough now to have seen budgets that that were giveaway budgets and budgets where, where when they were announced, you felt a sting. And this certainly doesn't seem to be a sting morning today. This this feels like a kind of a, a one for everyone in the audience situation. What's your take on it? I agree. Um, based on speculation, that's all we have for the moment. I'd say a lot of it is highly informed. Um, it seems to be one for everyone in the audience. It seems to be extraordinarily generous with our money. Uh, and it seems to be spread in a very wide arc of issues and people. I mean, based on speculation alone, I, the one group to me that seemed to be underprovided for are the houseless who are under 40. So landlords are getting something. Uh, tenants are getting, are, are getting something, which is good, but particularly mortgage interest relief is, 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 is getting something. Um, people who have children in third level are getting an awful lot, it seems, and, and all well and good to an extent. But all of these giveaways are taxes that have to be paid for, and the tax burden is falling disproportionately on people who are younger and who are houseless and I don't see much in in this for them. They will be affected by some of the changes to the USC some of the changes to the tax bans credits, those types of things and and the renter's allowance has gone up from 500 euros to 750 Mm. euros although we saw yesterday that less than 50% of renters are actually claiming that whether that's through inertia Mm. difficulties in doing so or perhaps a fear around rattling their landlord because they have to get certain details off their landlord in order to do so. Um, is that not enough for them? I'm, I'm well, putting it, the devil's it, advocate position to you. Um, 
a single budget can't change things uh, completely. But what it lacks, it seems to me, is that focus on this issue as the single economic issue of our time. It seems to be framed as a pre-election budget in the first instance to disappoint as few as possible, to sting absolutely nobody uh, and to provide as generously across the board as possible. And the issue about that is this. In 2015, our country was run on about 54 billion. After today, it'll be somewhere, I think, approaching or north of 100 billion. Uh, Allowing for a lot of inflation in between, that has to be acknowledged. Allowing for COVID, a lot of which spending was supposed to be once off. I don't have a sense that we have increased the value of what is being provided for by the state in terms of services and infrastructure to the extent that public spending has increased. And that's an enormous issue. So this idea that that our two ministers are prudent, do you you accept that they're prudent? No, I don't, no. Uh, I I don't think, I think prudence went out the window somewhere about 2016 and there have only been degrees of imprudence since. I know they talk the talk, but when you're looking at those exponential increases in public spending, allowing for inflation and allowing for COVID, actually the case for prudence collapses. They, they brought in uh, three years ago spending rules. It was going to be 5% mm. I- increase per year and no more. They've been breached every year. I think this year it's going to hit 6 point something percent. Mm. Is, is, the, is that not reasonable, Jared? in light of cost of living crises, housing crises, um, a, a sort of an inflationary cycle, post-pandemic, all of that? Is that relatively small increase in spending and relatively small breach of the spending rules, not an acceptable thing? Well, cumulatively, it's in a context where our tax base that's funding it is highly uncertain. Uh, I, I don't think it's very smart, to be honest with you, because when we were here before in the noughties, uh, we, we ended up going, going belly up. And I'm not talking about the banks because none of that's going to happen again. Uh, but in terms of public spending in the noughties, we, ra- we lost the run of ourselves. And when the handbrakes had to be put on, those who suffered most first were the most vulnerable because what you can actually cut uh, or reduce in terms of public ex- uh, public expenditure is, is quite limited. And it is those things, for example, welfare and so on, that and those services, including childcare, that the most vulnerable depend on. There are many good things promised in this budget. For example, the, the cut in childcare fees I think is not just good for young families, but it's also, for example, an investment in our national competitiveness. I'm particularly impressed that the Minister for Social Protection, Heather Humphreys, is at last bringing in a provision whereby if you become unemployed, there is some measure of proportionality in terms of your unemployment benefit, which is promised to be up to €450 a week for six months for people who become unemployed off higher wages. So all of these individual measures uh, are are to be welcomed, they're good in themselves. But the total picture, it seems to me to be over-generous on a country whose tax base is not certain. Jared, talk to me a little bit about targeted measures because I'm just looking at a text, the text line... (laughs) has lit up, of course, about the budget this morning, but I'm looking at at, at maybe the first one that I see around targeted. What about us poor people only earning 24 grand per year, still paying USE, etc.? I won't benefit from any of today's budget. What about that idea of... of, People say we have a very narrow tax base, Mm. 
but 24,000 is a low wage and, and paying things like 4% USC, although it's probably a little bit lower than 4% at that, at that level. Have we done enough targeted measures in this for, for people who are, who are, you know, the, the, what might be termed the working poor, those on relatively low wages, but who are out there working? Well, all the universal measures uh, apply to everyone, including apparently three 150 euro electricity uh, subventions that we're going to get again this winter. Uh, And of course, the problem with these universal payments is they're not targeted. Uh, we're spending huge amounts of money in cutting third level fees for everyone. We're spending huge amounts of money in childcare fees for everyone. We're spending huge amounts of, of, of money on child benefit for everyone. So it is that lack of our will or capacity to target, of course, that affects disproportionately people on the lower wages. So, so well, can I say something else for people on €24,000 or under? Ireland is an outlier in how little tax people on those low wages pay. You pay a lot less here in this country than in most other European countries on those wages. In a word, finally, Jared, is this budget a budget that is appealing to Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil voters? Well, we'll see that in a few months. I'd give that at least till March or April to be sure. The last budget did work for them reasonably well for a period. Uh, the question is, how long will the period last? When does the election come? And when will this pudding be actually eaten? Jared Howland, Public Affairs Consultant and Irish Times contributor. Thank you very much for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.